Welcome to Inside Out with Chris and Katie. These conversations are here to activate, stretch, and take you to your edges. This is your invitation to ditch the comparison and step forward with congruence and commitment to the life you want to live. Come play in our world and our minds as we navigate our 30s on totally different timelines. Hello, hello, happy 2023. I am so excited to have you all back tuning in to Inside Out the podcast. Welcome back. I have a little surprise for you guys. I have joined forces with the very best of the best. Her name is Katie Walker, aka Coach Katie, and she will be joining me on the podcast moving forward, hopefully forever. So here's Katie. Hello. Yay. Hello. I'm so excited about this. I think that everything always happens just as it should, right? And it's such a recognition to no don't it's just it's so I talk really loud so there's definitely going to be you'll notice a difference difference yeah we've just seen the little lines that come up when you record and like there was my lines and now there's Katie's lines and they're just like wow yeah the bandwidth it's it's a lot it's a lot I am a lot and and I own that so maybe that is the best introduction to me and and who I am and, and all of the things but I think that this conversation is going to be really fun and really activating. And I think that's, that's what we really want for you guys that are tuning in. And I think it's more that Chris and I have been talking about it so much in the, from the like notion of we're both like Chris is 30. I'm about to be 30. We're both at that really like stamp kind of age. Like it's that key kind of milestone age where it's so easy to be looking over into other lanes and noticing where, uh, your peers are or um, friends are or people on the internet are and it's like we are just such a a beacon to like you really are your own timeline and we are so so different and I think that's going to bring such a, a great level of depth to, to these conversations. Yeah the polarity of our two lives is just so interesting and how well we connect like how well we align and our goals are so similar in so many ways right but we've been each on our own journey of you know, of this life and also self-discovery, true self-mastery, a path that we've both decided to take, you know, well over almost a year maybe ago. We've both been on that self-discovery health and wellness journey, I think, for the same amount of time, but stepping into what we did step into, which was becoming master neurolinguistic programming practitioners and now being in the coaching industry together, which is an industry that is actually opening up our eyes to so much like blind spots and shadow work. And there is just so much that we are in congruence with learning at the moment, um, which I think is really quite amazing. Like you don't, when you know, like when you meet someone, you just go sometimes in life, it's like, Oh, I want that one. Like I met you and I was like, Oh, I like her. I'll keep her, you know? And it's just like, and now we're sitting here and you've been staying at my house for the last few days as you navigate your way interstate to your brand new life. And I just want to keep you forever. And I'm like, cool. So you can come on my podcast now. Now we're doing this together. Now we've got this business together so that we stay together forever. She's locking me down, guys. She's locking me down in the best possible way. And I think, yeah, like that, um, that little like hint that Chris just dropped, like I am, I'm totally flipping my life on its head and it's not the first time that I've done it. And moving from, I grew up in Tassie, so tiny little island um, at the bottom of Australia. So grew up in Tassie and yeah, currently making my way up to, a new chapter, fresh start, new season um, up on the Gold Coast in sunny Queensland. So staying with Chrissia um, has been so divine and to drop into into her world in such a um, like saturated way. Like it's so easy to, I think, be friends with people and, 
uh, and have those discussions and those, uh, I guess, those interactions and talk about the polarity of your lives, but to really drop into and land into um, someone close to you, their life in the way that I have. And like, I'm single. And like I said, moving my life across the country. And then for Chris to be similar age, right? And then to have like, just so many of those like life elements really fleshed out. It's like so amazing to be able to drop in. And it's like that recognition. And we've had lots of discussions about it in, from the sense of like, Oh, like the grass is greener. And I'm like, Oh, the grass is greener on your side. She's like, what? No, the grass is greener on your side. Like, yeah. And like coming from the mummy lens, I suppose, and parental lens, like you have so much freedom and independence and, that is something that I yearn for so often. Like you've seen my husband and I overnight, like fighting to get these kids to bed. So we just get like half an hour to ourselves alone to be with each other before we go to bed. And that's something that a lot of mums that tune into this podcast are feeling right. And we are like the grass is greener on the other side. And we have this envy for so many, you know, women that are living this free life. Like you, you having the ability to move into state, right. With no, with no restraints, no restrictions, like nothing to stop you from doing whatever the fuck you're here to do. And then you being like, but I'm looking, I want a family and I want a partner. Like I'm looking for what you already have. And you know, it's so interesting, right? Because the grass isn't always greener. And maybe we're both just, you know, analogy for you sitting on our own grass patches and we're both happy in both, right? (laughs) Literally. And I think it's a, it really opens up the conversation for like being able to witness somebody that potentially has things that you want. Because I think that it's really easy to look at somebody else's life and go, oh, well, like things would be so much easier if I was her, right? And like, that's definitely a mindset that I chose to lean into when I was younger of that sense of like that comparisonitis where you're you're looking at somebody else and going, fuck, like life would just be so much easier if I was her. Or of course that's easy for her. Like, look at what she has. Of course she's able to do that. Look at what she, look at what she has. But I think really when you have these conversations with people that maybe have those like aspects of life that yes, you're yearning for or you're working towards, you recognize that everything has that polarity, right? Mm. And there's there's always a flip side to a coin. And I think through that, you're able to really sit in what you have and not only find that deeper sense of gratitude for it, but to recognize that like, oh, like this is actually perfect for where I'm at right now. And that's something we spoke about this morning. I was like, yeah. that like hearing Chris say like, oh, that freedom and, and what she just spoke to then um, and how that's something that she yearns for and, and obviously what, what they want to have yeah. at the end of every night. And for me to be sitting there and be like, fuck, like I've literally driven here from from Tassie mm. and my entire life is in the back of my car and I don't actually, like I work for myself, right? I don't actually have to be anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to be anywhere. I don't have to answer to anybody else's schedule. I don't need to get kids to after school sports or daycare or do all the things. I don't need to, oh, I've got to be home at this time so that like we can do nap time or so that we can, everyone can be fed. It's like, I can eat whatever I want. Like I can go to sleep whenever I want. I can go and do whatever I want. And it was like that really land in recognition piece for me of like, holy fuck, like I've actually created this life for myself right now and finding that deep sense of gratitude and presence there and Mm -hmm. that like sense of instead of doing And I think as business owners, it's so easy to always be doing, Mm. to actually anchor into being. Yes. And that presence. Absolutely. And just speaking to something you touched on before about like comparisonitis, right? Where you're looking at someone like, and we've both done it in the past where we pedestal someone, right? Where you put someone up this high, they're sitting so much taller than you. You let that feed into your decision-making and your action-taking because you're comparing to that person. And you're like, they have all of this, 
I'll never have that so I won't do the thing, right? And that has sabotaged your ability and your self-belief and your self-trust to anchor into your knowing and to actually like build the life that you want to build, create the things you want to create, do your own business, right? So leave your job, go and apply for a role in the position that you have always dreamed of doing. You sabotage yourself because you're like, I could never be as good as her. Like, you know, not enough piece, yeah? That's what the, that really lands in. But so interesting that Katie and I, you know, we're always in our self-awareness. We're always picking up and tapping into, fuck, am I pedestaling her? Mm. And that happens a lot. Like, we pedestal, I pedestal people on social media so often, but however now... I have the ability to and the awareness to go, oh, I'm pedestaling that person. Hold on, that person is human. Like you we catch t- yourself. You yep. can, right? And sometimes we dehumanize these people that we're looking at on our screens and we find them so relatable, right? Like I follow a, a, a like a Fitzbo account, right? And she's got a blended family and a beautiful four kids on her own. She's having another baby. I'm sure if I'm talking about this, there's a lot of women going, I know who you're talking about. Um, and I love her. Like, I absolutely love her. However, in the past, when I wasn't as self-aware as I am now, I would look at her life and be like, I could never have that. Like, how did she get there? That's not, like, I'm not capable of that, right? And that would create this ego thing where, this, where I had this concept of myself that was like, I'm not ever going to be good enough like her. And I also had this concept of her and this identity piece on her being like, we are not relatable. So then I would also create like this jealousy and this envy and this resentment towards someone that was doing well and succeeding. And that tall poppy syndrome in Australia that we, Mm -hmm. a lot of people experience when people are carrying some formation of success. And even though I loved watching her and loved being influenced by her, I also caught myself feeling not good enough about myself. Whereas now, now I selectively go and watch that person online because I enjoy her content so much because I'm coming from a place of she's doing so well, that's so fucking awesome and I am not pedestaling her and I'm not dehumanizing her. I'm allowing her to be who she is and what that means for me is that I actually get ideas and inspiration and I feel like I have more drive now to do some of the things that I want to do because our message aligns in so many ways. 100%. I think a great way to kind of wrap up that and like that feeling is what frequency are you on? Mm. Because that frequency that you were in the past of that like comparison and, and that, oh God, she's doing this and I could never. Like that's really in that lack frequency, right? And it's like sitting at that lower lower vibration. And whereas now where you're like actively seeking it, like you're actually, you're in that uh, like frequency of abundance and it's like that draw up. Mm. Like it's no longer that, oh, she's got this, there's no way I could have that. It's like, oh, she's got that. So it's available to me too. And it is, it's a conscious freaking choice to like switch those train tracks over and go, actually, you know what? That trajectory doesn't actually serve me. What serves me is to utilize this to draw me up as opposed to like recognizing it and contracting. Yeah. And it's different stages of, of that growth journey too. I think that's important to note. It's like we've over the, like similarly over the past like year or so or last couple of years have had huge amounts of growth, right? And I think as you move through that own like, growth journey yourself and as you get to know yourself and you get to uh, better read yourself you're able to recognize those patterns Mm -hmm. and once you can do that then you can actually start to unpack it and go "Mm, okay interesting that this makes me feel like this so potentially i need to put a little bit of a buffer in here like i need to put a little bit of a pause here i need to like engage a little bit less with this person because it's making me feel x y and z or i'm choosing to feel x y and z and then deal with your own shit because it's the radical responsibility piece, right? Mm. And then be able to go back and go, oh, yay, Mm. this no longer makes me feel contracted. It makes me feel expanded. And I'm willing and ready to step into that activation and to use that to move me forward in a trajectory that I do want. 
but it's that self-awareness piece to recognize hang on hold the fuck up this isn't serving me yeah i need to look in instead of looking out all the time right which is what so many people get so caught up with doing we compare to somebody else and then we just want to look for external validation to make us feel better but really we're still stuck so it's like i'm feel contracted oh let me look for something that expands me okay i'm back into this normal thing but really you haven't fucking moved 100% and like speaking to the ego for a second and that concept of self and then also alongside of that is comparison it's like let's just take a moment and ego this is something that Katie and I have been talking about over the last few days ego being not good or bad it's actually a, it's a great thing yeah ego keeps us healthy it keeps our mind healthy it allows us to activate parts of ourselves that you know we unconsciously aren't always aware of so with that being said so sometimes when you are looking into your concept of self it's super important to remind yourself look look like zoom out a little bit and look at your life because your life does not compare to a single other soul's life your concept of yourself actually look at her look what that is specifically and then look at your concept of someone else and be like hold on is my life where I get up and I wake up at this location and I have these children and I have them in these schools and I go do this every day and this is what I've done for 20 years to get to this point? Have I done all of that? Well, no, the answer is obviously not. So stop letting comparisonitis be the reason that you don't do the things you want to do or want to achieve or what action and decisions you're withholding from, from participating in because you're stuck in comparisonitis. Like, look at your life. Like actually look at your life and look at yourself and your concept of self and don't compare that version of you to anyone else, right? Like that is who you are. Like that is your identity. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that people can like so easily fall into the like realm of, oh, and this kind of goes into, I get pretty passionate about this because it kind of leans into that whole thing of like um, authenticity. And the thing about authenticity is that if that actually doesn't lean or match, why are you laughing? <laughs> through the lens of this concept of self right which makes sense because how else do we go okay well this feels authentic to me but if your concept of self is so skewed to like to be negative then being authentic isn't going to serve you so how about we get congruent with our higher self in the from the perspective of figure out who the fuck you want to be figure out like how you want to be like acting behaving thinking all of those things get really fucking clear on that and then start acting in congruence with that because like that is what's going to pull you into the life that you're daydreaming about right whether it's like i wish i had this depth in my relationship i wish i had this amount of like confidence and like that's a whole nother chat right but like confidence is really just self-trust so it's like following through with what you fucking say you're gonna do when no one's looking like that's what builds confidence and so 
And we're able to go, okay, hang on. Is this concept of self, this authentic version of me that I'm like saying, okay, no, this is who I am authentically. Mm. And think about this from the perspective of, okay, if you have been someone that's been shy or like more reserved in social settings and you're dreaming of like having the confidence of these other, that you you see these other women having, like you're in that comparison mode. Do you think you're ever going to step into it? If you're fighting against this, no, but have to be authentic Mm -hmm. and you've deemed that your identity is shy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like literally breaking the habit of being yourself. Yeah. It's like, get out of your own freaking way. Actually choose who it is that you want to be or how how you want to be showing up and expressing yourself and then just do it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like live, living as if, right? We've both spoken to this a little bit and live as if you were already there. Like mm-hmm. get up and start the day as the person that you've been saying that you want to be. Like my clients that have started out with me have been in this position of self where they they want to do all these things, right? This health and well-being. This has been quite a common theme. And it's interesting because it's exactly where I was, right? On the journey of self-discovery where I'm like doing all the things, but I still don't love myself. I still don't feel good enough. I still fear judgment. I still fear success. I still still feel fear rejection. Oh my God, get the words out. Sorry. Um, and you know, they start out working with me and it's like, hold on a second. Just live as if you're already her live, like get up, do the journaling, do the breath work, eat something healthy to start your day, eat breakfast to start your day, like move your body, live as if you already have these habits ingrained to you and you're doing the things right. And once you start showing up as her, showing up as the version of you that you envision as your future self and that you've been fighting towards being and you've been sabotaging every you know possible scenario to make that happen and you start just showing up as her, fucking guaranteed, you'll become her. But when you're not doing that and you're just constantly talking about doing the thing and then you do things that sabotage this, this ability and this ability to trust in yourself and this ability to give commitment and congruence in your life, there's no way in hell you're going to get those results from doing the, from like not doing the fucking thing. Literally. And I think the more, like I'm big on like visualization. I think it's really powerful tool if you're going to actually use it. Like having the, like if you're just sitting there and you're only visualizing, it's not serving you. Like when you think about manifestation or you think about like, um, like pulling things into your reality, like it's more than the aligned vision that you need, right? You need the aligned action, which is what Mm -hmm. we're speaking into now. And then, given that we're like, we're trying to do linguistics, right? Like you also need the aligned language. So telling yourself that you're continually trying to do something or telling yourself, oh yeah, I'm building this. It's like, well, are you building it or is it built? Are you trying or are you doing? Yeah. So it's like, once you can get that congruency with language as well, you're going to really start to solidify and lock that into your unconscious. And then just like Chris said, like then we move from that, like acting as if to that full embodiment and that full like, oh, it's no longer, and it goes back to what we were saying earlier, it goes no longer from a doing, it's a being. Mm. And it's, this is who I am. And fuck, there's just the biggest shift. And that's something that I've really seen in my life over the last couple of years. Like I've always been loud, as you can tell by the bandwidth of my, <laughs> of my voice um, on this recording device. Like I've always been like loud and out there and expressive, right? And when I was like younger and like kind of into those like early twenties, like I was like an F45 coach and like, in that kind of fitness industry where like being high energy and being up and about, that's literally my job. So it's so ingrained in me to be like that. However, in the last couple of years, it's gone from being this external confidence to being this internal embodiment of like, ah, 
like it feels different now. And I'm positive that people can feel like from an energetic perspective, feel that difference external to me as well. Like it's no longer, and you know, when you meet somebody and they're like really up and about and they're loud, but it's like, I'm such a visual person. I know yeah, you're, you're going to laugh yeah, at this because yeah. you're like, oh, here you go. She's yeah. got an analogy for it. Yeah. But it's like, you, if you were to visualize them, it's like, they're like a sparkler. Yeah. Yeah. And it's this like erratic, like energies flying everywhere type vibe. And I feel like I was that for such a long time. And so people would say, oh my God, you're so confident. Oh my God, you're so like up and about. And you say, I want to be like that. And I'm thinking, you fucking what? Like, why would you want to feel like this? Because there was always that like, that like bridge, right? There was that gap. So like I didn't, I wasn't walking over that bridge and feeling the embodiment of it yet. However, throughout time and then through, I guess, like knowing myself more and doing that inner work, I've gone from being that sparkler energy to being that controlled flame. And it's like grounded and warm and like safe. Mm. And it's this safety in myself. And then that translates to that confidence and translates to that congruency. Mm. And then it's easier to do the freaking things because I am the things. Yeah, 100%. And like speaking to manifestation for a minute, something that I put on Instagram um, maybe a month or so ago was like, manifestation is like a buzzword at the moment where everyone's talking about doing it everyone's doing their fucking vision boards call it to your vision boards but don't let a vision board stop you from actually taking steps towards doing the thing like actually moving like putting a vision board up in your office putting printing out pretty pictures and cutting that and being like i want this car in the future or i want this house or i you know i want this family life and you're staying home every week weekend sorry and not meeting anyone and not creating you know that pathway or that gateway to get to where you want to go or you're not saving money or you're spending money on going out or you know whatever the case if it's incongruent with the vision board you're not going to get the thing like st- don't think that manifestation doesn't work it does work but it also requires intentional action so follow through right mm. momentum like stagnancy is not a strategy staying still is not a strategy to creating momentum or building the life that you want it's all about movement momentum micro decisions supporting macro goals right so all the micro moments in my day are so loaded with that gun as to what the end goal is like where that gun that gunpowder is going to end up right like who i'm shooting for what is the direction it's going what is that target and that's what will build and build and build and that's what will deliver the results Absolutely. And I think the more that you do that as well, like it does start to like, you start to really build this momentum from within. Cause it's like, you no longer, again, you're no longer looking external to yourself. It's like, Oh, I'm actually am the thing. So it's like, okay, if I want more of this, I know how to do it because I can get those wheels turning within me as opposed to having to look external to myself. And what you said in regards to like printing out the pretty pictures and and then whacking them up and having them there again, it's still external to yourself. Like nothing's going to change until you make it internal. And it's the whole concept of, yes, you can like act as if, and this is like classic, like I'm going to fucking like contradict myself a hundred times, but you can do all the acting as if, but you've got to be working on like the embodiment at the same time. So it's like, you've got to bridge that gap. So for so long, I was only doing the act as if, and as soon as I switched the lens and went internal Mm. and started doing the inner work, that's when it was like, oh my God, I'm not acting as if anymore. I actually am. 100%. 100%. But you've got to, you got to turn it in. And this is that whole thing. It's like, and this is like big, like, and we talk about it all the time, right? As in like mirror, mirror, mm. like inside world, outside world, they're just mirroring back to each other. So looking at that and from that perspective going, mm, okay, so like what needs to be changed here? And then going, it's actually on no one else but you. Mm-hmm. Like there's something within you that needs, like we need to like shift some gears here. We need to move some bits and pieces around. We need to like lock in these puzzle pieces 
And it could be the tiniest little shift. And like, that's what I've found over my journey that like, it can be one fucking sentence. And I'm like, oh my God, everything's changed. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Fucking literally like so much can change so quickly. And I think with that being said, it also is about your discipline with yourself, commitment to self. There's self-trust and there's commitment to yourself and your future self. Like, you're not going to get where you want to go without doing the thing now or embodying the practice or going internal, right? You have to lead with intentional action, whether that is inward or outward. Like, mm-hmm. you just have to lean into that. Yeah, that that inner knowing and that inner trust. And, like, for those listening that are, like, don't know anything about me, it's like that was something that I really found when I first changed my life massively. Mm-hmm. So for those listening, I was – I'm 29, about to be 30 now. I was in a relationship from 14 to 27 great relationship great guy we love him yay however (laughs) it wasn't like god i genuinely could never say a bad word about him he's a beautiful human however i really started to recognize that fuck i don't know if this is really there's a misalignment here Mm. and it's nothing more than that like it's Mm. just not matching up and it's not aligning to the trajectory that i'm hoping and, and wanting and again daydreaming and visualizing my life to be like there had to be a significant change to occur there for that to stay like for that to be incongruent with that life that i was dreaming about yeah and it wasn't able to shift and that's okay but when you get to those fucking moments in life you have to have the courage to do something about it like you can be as curious as you want and you can go looking for answers and you can go like searching within yourself it gets to a point where you actually need to have the fucking courage to pull the trigger on it. Yeah. Whether it's ending the relationship. For me, recently, like, leaving Tasmania, like, moving out of the state and being like, oh, it feels, and this is when you know, when you're in a place where you know yourself, you know that feeling. Mm-hmm. When it's like, okay, something has to shift. Yeah. And this is the thing. And this is like, if anybody has ever um, engaged with, if you haven't, I recommend you do, engage with or looked at, read any of Peter Kelly's books. This is a concept she talks about um, when the analogy she uses is like a garden a garden hose, right? So you've got the tap and the water that flows through the garden hose out of the tap is all the great things in life. So it's the like abundance, it's the money, it's the family, it's the like all the things, right? The success. And so what happens though is we consciously and unconsciously will kink the hose. So it's like, you know, when you put a kink in a garden hose, the water flow stops, right? So we kink the hose up and then we start to through that inner looking, like when we start to look in, we go, fuck, that's a kink in my heart. that's stopping me from having everything that I want. And then the thing is, and this is something that I'm sure, Chris, you find as well with clients, and I definitely find is clients will come to me and they'll be like, okay, so like this is the kink, right? Or they find the thing that, that needs to be changed. So how do I change it? And I'm like, you already fucking know how to change it. It's the courage piece. It's the trust piece. And this is where having a mentor or a coach is so fucking phenomenal because they can hold you in that mm. and they provide you with that fucking safety if you're not quite there to do it for yourself. And this is for those big life changes, right? Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, yep, I can already identify X, Y, Z, these micro habits that I know that I can shift and I know that I can hold myself in those changes. Epic. Do the fucking thing. You don't need anybody to hold you accountable. You actually need to just take responsibility. But for those like big life altering decisions, Sometimes you need a little bit of external help and that is so fine too. Yeah. But it's like, you already know what to fucking do. Yeah. It's the 100%. courage piece. Yeah, 100%. And I would think we'll speak to you maybe next episode about perception and projection and noticing the full responsibility that you can take for your fucking self. 
Are you playing victim? Mm. Are you blaming the external world for all these kinks in your hose, right? It's this person's fault for this. It's this person's fault for this. Yeah. Th- that person's fault for that, right? And there's all these kinks, right? But you've never actually reflected on it and been like, actually, I created all my own fucking problems and that's why I'm sitting stagnant and not moving. And that is why I'm sitting here wishing I lived a different life. This is why I'm sitting here in a nine-to-five job that I'm miserable in. This is why I'm sitting here unhappy in a marriage. This is why I'm sitting here, you know, um, resenting my husband because he gets to work and I'm at home with the kids. Like, if that is you and you've felt that or you're feeling that, like, let's take a moment to reflect on how did you create it? And we'll speak to this more in another episode, I think, because this is big. Oh my God, it's huge. And my, literally my brain is like, ding, 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 because this is like my freaking bread and butter, right? Like, And we've had so many great discussions around this because this is getting into like, this isn't like surface level shit anymore. Like this Mm. conversation is deep inner work and where like freaking radical change occurs because you take that radical responsibility and you're like, fuck, okay. Like if having evidence of wanting, there's some shady shit going on here. 100 yeah. and we've all got it right so like it actually gets to be fun as well i think that's like if you're entering that world like do it lighthearted because <laughs> you can't go in there with a serious face on because you're not gonna like what you see let me tell you <laughs> no exactly oh my goodness well i think we'll um wrap the app up there just a little quick one for you guys to get to know katie get to know the podcast again a little reintroduction to inside out super excited to have a co-host with me these combos are going to go to the fucking depths of our souls i can see it now which is going to be amazing for you because you guys get to take all that in your lives right so um if you enjoyed this episode please make sure that you share to the gram share it to your stories tag us at inside out with chris and what's your Katie Walker. Katie Katie underscore Walker is my Instagram handle, yeah. Cool, perfect. And you're looking at me like, and I'm like, like, you know my name? I don't know know your name, I don't know your Instagram tagline, I just click you, I don't like search you, Christ. Anyway, and we'll put all the details in the show notes of this episode, and if you're feeling really fucking lovely, which we would so appreciate, is leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts, and that will help us to support more women who are on their journey of self-discovery to self-mastery, and yeah, looking for some support. Woohoo! Woo!